A man shall ascend, and at its close, the house of dominion shall be burnt with fire, and the whole race of the chosen root shall be dispersed. Now, you know, after the sixth week, says that they shall be blinded, and the hearts of, of all of them shall, um, um, shall godlessly forsake wisdom. You know, and you know, we could very clearly see this happening during the time of Messiah. They were all blind. They did not recognize him for who he was. You know, hence they crucified him and totally, godlessly forsook wisdom. You know, and then it says, and in it a man shall ascend. You know, and we know our Messiah, Yahshua, ascended up into the heavens to be at the right hand of the Father. Amen? Amen. You know, and then, you know, it speaks about at its close, the close of the sixth week, the house of dominion being burnt with fire and the whole race of the chosen root being dispersed. Now, you know, this sounds like a prediction of Yahushua's ascension and the destruction of the temple thereafter. And this is exactly what happened, you know. But only thing is, when Enoch wrote this, it was thousands of years before it happened. You know, and that's the difference. You know, there's this prophecy that has come to pass. You know, and this is prophecy that that those during the time of Messiah, you know, actually had. You know, they actually had in their hands. And so they should have known. You know, but as the passage says, they forsook wisdom. You know, let me have my first reader read Enoch 93, 9 through 11, please. And after that, in the seventh week, shall, shall, shall an apostate generation arise. Many shall be as deeds, and all his deeds shall be apostates. And it, and at its close shall be elected the elect righteous of the eternal plan of righteousness to receive sevenfold instructions concerning all his creation. Finish reading verse 11. No, let me start. Oh, okay. Please start. For who is there of all, all the children of men that is able to hear the voice of the Holy One without being troubled? And who can think his thoughts? And who is there that can behold all the words of words of heaven? Hallelujah. Okay, so we see here that in the seventh week an apostate generation arises. You know, and it says, and many shall be his deeds, and his deeds shall be apostate. And at his close, the elected, the righteous of the eternal plan of righteousness um, to receive sevenfold instruction concerning all his creation. Now, this is speaking about Yahushua, you know, and 
this apostate generation is the is is the generation that Yahshua spoke about when he said it's a um, uh, a wicked and adulterous generation that seek up after a sign, you know, and it spoke about you know their deeds being apostate, and of course they would be, and it, but at the it's closed. The elect righteous of eternal uh, righteousness will receive sevenfold instruction. You know, and so you have to, uh, um, when we consider that, we can see that this is also speaking about Yahushua. And this sevenfold instruction is likely the book that he receives that we read about in Revelation 5. It says, and I, this is Revelation 5, 1 through 5, and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book. Written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And and books, you know, usually have instructions, right? You know. And it says, And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Yahudah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And we went over um, last week, we spoke about how this elect righteous one, you know, We, we spoke about how how actually that that righteous one was speaking about Yahshua, you know, and and how uh, he was the root of David. He was the offspring of David, you know, and so this is what we have here in Revelation 5 as well. So I think that aligns pretty good. Then we have Enoch 93.12. It says, and after that, there should be another the eighth week, that of righteousness and a sword shall be given to it, that a righteous judgment may be executed on the pers on the oppressors and sinners shall be delivered into the hands of the righteous. You know, and this can be likened unto what we read about in Revelation 19. Let me have my next reader read Revelation 19, 11 through 16, please. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness... He doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of Elohim. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty Elohim, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Alright, so we see that um, Yahshua is, of course, you know, super righteous, and he has the sword, you know, and he's the one who's going to be our judge. And, of course, he's going to judge righteously or have righteous judgment, you know, that may be executed on the oppressors and the sinners. And so we read about him being the word of Elohim, 
which is also likened unto a sword, and a sword coming out of his mouth to smite the nations, just as Enoch was um, predicting, you know. And verse 13 of Enoch 93 says, And it's closed, and at it's closed, they shall acquire houses through their righteousness. Speaking about the righteous, you know, they shall acquire houses through their righteousness. And a house shall be built uh, for the great king and glory forevermore. So the righteous shall acquire houses through their righteousness. Now, our canon also agrees with this. Anybody uh, remember where? I went to prepare a lot of men. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yokanon 14, 2 and 3. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So, yes, the righteous will acquire houses. Amen? You know, now the thing is, it's like, you know, this was written before Yahshua even came. So was Yahshua quoting Enoch? Selah. You know, also, verse 13 said, a house shall be built for the great king in glory forevermore. Well, does it speak about our great king having a new place as well? Absolutely. Revelation 21, 2 and 3. And I, Yochanan, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from Elohim out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of Elohim is with men, and he shall dwell with them. And they shall be his people, and Elohim himself shall be with them and be their Elohim. You know, so yes, you know, he gets a new house too. You know, so we all get new cribs. Hallelujah. You know, verse 14 says, And after that, in the ninth week, the righteous judgment shall be revealed to the whole world, and all the works of the godless shall vanish. Hallelujah. Be glad when that happens, right? And all the works of the godless shall vanish from all the earth, and the world shall be, shall be written down for destruction, and all mankind shall look to the path of the uprightness. Hallelujah. So here it is. It's talking about that righteous judgment shall be revealed to the whole world. You know, and our canon likewise agrees with this. In Revelation 20, verse 11, we read, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. You know, so there is going to come a day, you know, when judgment shall be revealed to the whole world. And the world is not going to see it. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. You know, hence we, we read that, you know, hey, they tried to run. Mm. Can't run, though. Too late. You know, verse 15, Enoch 93, it says, And after this, in the tenth week, in the seventh part, there should be the great eternal judgment in which he shall execute vengeance amongst the angels. You know, and yes, our canon also speaks of a great eternal judgment, does it not? Of course it does. It's found in Revelation 20, 12, and 13. My next reader, please. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before Elohim, and the books were opened, and another book was opened which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book 
in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in, in it, and de death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Hallelujah. So here it is. We see there is going to be a great judgment. Now, something that's very important, something that's actually imperative that we understand is that during this great judgment, every man and woman and child, well, at least man and woman, anyway, is going to be judged according to their what? Works. To their works. You know, now, that's very important to note because how you get works is by doing what Yah says. If you're not doing what Yah says, then you're not acquiring works. You know, the, the, um, the Yahudim used to speak of the works of Torah. You know, and the works of Torah was, was simply you obeying Torah. You know, and so if you don't have any works, then your judgment, if you don't have any good works, let me put it that way, because everybody's going to have some works. You know, but the good works are the ones who come from the good one. And we know that there's none good but Elohim. Yahshua taught us that, right? Yeah. You know, so the only good works are going to be those that's done for him. Hallelujah. Now, the sad part is there's many people who teach that those works are done away with. They teach that those works are done away with. And if those works are done away with, then you're not going to have anything to offset all your bad works. Mm. So guess, guess which way your, your, your skill is going to tilt. You know, and then you're going to find yourself like those in, in 20 verse 11 trying to flee from the judgment. You know, prayerfully, we be like the righteous, you know, and we run into the judgment because we know we, we're about to receive our reward. See, because the judgment doesn't have to be bad. Judgment can also be good. Amen. Amen. You can be judged righteous and say, here, here the most high say, well done, good and faithful servant, you know, and get this new crib. Mm -hmm. You know, right? You know, get your mansion. You know, some of us going to have a mini mansion. Some of us going to have a shack. You know, but, you know, but if you get in, you're doing good. I don't yes. care if you just have a, had a robe on your back, right. you know, or you just sitting there and you, you know in your in your uh, birthday suit. You know, as long as you get in, hallelujah. You know, as long as you get in, you got to sleep under a tree. You know, it's gonna be a good tree. You know that. You know, hallelujah. I, I I just but 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 yeah, we really do want to get in, and we really do want to have some good works. Amen. All right, Enoch 93, 16. And the first heaven shall depart and pass away, and a new heaven shall appear. And all the powers of the heaven shall give um, sevenfold, shall give um, sevenfold light. So now here it is. Enoch is telling us that the heaven and the earth shall pass away. You know, well, well he didn't say the earth. He just said heaven shall depart and pass away, and a new heaven shall appear. You know, but nevertheless, our canon teaches the same thing. You know, in Revelation 21, 1, it says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. 
For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, so Enoch is batting a hundred. Mm -hmm. You know, in verses uh, 16 and 17, he says, And the first heaven shall depart and pass away, and a new heaven shall appear. And he goes on to say, And all the powers of the heavens shall give sevenfold light. And verse 17 continues on to saying, After that, there will be many weeks without number forever. And all shall be in goodness and righteousness, and sin shall um, no more be mentioned. You know, and so Enoch, this, this is just what's so amazing to me, because this stuff was prophesied by Enoch way before Messiah came. Revelation is a revelation of Messiah, right? You know, that's just the revelation of Messiah, but Enoch prophesied these things way before, thousands of years before Messiah even came. You know, and so if you can, if you have eyes to see, you can see like Yahshua's revelation is, is actually adding to what Enoch saw and it's, it's, it's making it fuller. You know, so that's important to know. But of course, this does align with our canon Revelation 22, 5. It says that there should be no yeah. night there. And they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Adonai Elohim giveth them light, and they shall reign forever. Now you see how this, this gives you like a fuller understanding of what Enoch said. Enoch said, and all the powers of the heavens shall, shall give sevenfold light. Mm -hmm. You know, but Yahshua's revelation given to Yochanan um, tells us that it's the Adonai Elohim giveth um, them light. And they shall reign forever and ever. And they both, you know, got the forever there. You know, so, yes, you know, like, people made the book of Enoch out of, like, it was some, you know, some her type of heretic um, type of writing, and it was just heresy, and it went against, okay. went against our canon, and, you know, and nothing could be further from the truth. There's nothing to be afraid of in this book. This is scripture, you know. Uh, let's go on to uh, chapter 94. Let me have my first reader read Enoch. I mean, my next reader read Enoch 94, 1 through 5. And now I say unto you, my sons, love righteousness and walk therein, for the path of righteousness are worthy of acceptation. But the paths of unrighteousness shall suddenly be destroyed and vanish. And to certain men of a generation shall the paths of violence and the death be revealed, and they shall hold themselves afar from them and shall not follow them. Okay, hold up right there just for a second. Now he says, and now I say unto you, my sons, love righteousness and walk therein. Hallelujah, that's what we need to do. Because the paths of righteousness will suddenly be destroyed. You know, suddenly be destroyed. And that's how it's going to happen. When the end time prophecies begin to come to pass, it's going to happen suddenly, and it's going to happen quickly. You know, um, now, verse 2 went on to say, A certain man of a generation shall the paths of violence and death be revealed. You know, and they shall hold themselves far, far from them and shall not follow them. You know, so basically Enoch is telling us, to certain men of a generation, uh, they're going to be revealed these things. And this was, of course, the prophets. And so this aligns with what uh, Amos tells us in 3.7. It says, surely the Adonai Yahuwah will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. 
you know. So, um, yes, our canon absolutely aligns with that. Please continue, verses 3 through 5. And now I say unto you, the righteous, walk not in the paths of wickedness, nor in the paths of death, and draw not nigh to them, lest that ye be destroyed. But seek and choose for yourself unrighteousness, and elect life, and walk in the path of peace, and ye shall live and prosper. And hold fast my words and the thoughts of your hearts, and suffer them not to be effaced from your hearts, for I know that sinners will tempt men to evil entreat wisdom, so that no place may be found for her, and no manner of temptation may diminish. Hallelujah. Now, even though this was wrote, written thousands of years ago, it is still good advice. Seek and choose for yourselves righteousness and an elect life and walk in the paths of peace. You know, you see drama, go the other way. You know, if you know drama is around the corner, don't go around the corner. You know, you, you're supposed to be able to see trouble coming. And when you see it coming, go the other way. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people got in their head that they got to, you know, meet trouble head on. You know, and they got to just walk right through trouble. No, you don't want to do trouble like that. You know, trouble's stronger than us. You know, we, we want to avoid trouble. Let me have my next video. We uh, Enoch 94, 6-11, please. Woe to, woe to those who build unrighteousness and oppression and lay deceit as a foundation, for they shall be suddenly overthrown and they shall have no peace. Woe to those who build their houses with sin, for from all their foundations shall, be, shall they be overthrown, and by the sword shall they fall. And those who acquire gold and silver in judgment suddenly shall perish. Woe to you, ye rich, for ye have trusted in your riches, and from your riches shall ye depart, because ye have not remembered the Most High God in the days of your riches. Ye have committed blasphemy and unrighteousness, and have become ready for the day of slaughter, and the day of darkness, and the day of the great judgment. Thus I speak and declare unto you, he who hath created you will overthrow you, and for your fall there shall be no compassion. And your creator will rejoice at your destruction. And your righteous ones in those days shall be a reproach to the sinners and the godless. Hallelujah. Did you catch that? It says the creator will rejoice at your destruction. Now, you know you wrong. You know you don't did something really awfully bad when, when your creator rejoices at your destruction. You know, yeah, we, we need to get this thing together while we have while we have time. Get it together while the getting is good. Amen? Amen. You know, now, this aligns with what Yeshayahu said in chapter 30. I'm going to read verses 8 through 15. It says, now go, write it before them in a table and note it in a book that it may be for a time to come forever and ever. That this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the Torah of Yahuwah. And I just don't get it for the life of me. You know, why people are still rebelling against Torah, I just don't get it. It's not like it's anything in there that's just like atrocious or that's super difficult. You know, it's a very simple instruction, you know, book of instructions, you know, and... It's not hard to do, 
I just, I don't understand what's all the hoopla about. You know, if you claim the most high to be your heir, why not just do what he say do? And why do you have people have a problem doing what he said do? I just, that, that just, that, that escapes my understanding. You know, they will claim him as their heir, as their God, as their, their, their Adonai or Lord. But they don't want to do what he said. How can you ever get in trouble for doing what the Most High said? I don't care if he said it yesterday or he said it 10,000 years ago. Because he tells you he don't change. And if you get before him and you didn't have to do it, he's still going to bless you because your heart was to do it. Your heart was to do what he said. You know, so you can't lose. You know, so why not err on the side of caution? I just don't understand why people just rebel against Torah so hard and so strong. You know, there's even people who teach that if you keep Torah that you, you know, that you sin it. You know, and, and that, that you, you know, that you, you're, you're a heretic to Yahshua. Who actually kept Torah. You know, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Make it make sense. Somebody please help. You know, um, but in the meantime, in between time, we're going to keep it going. Verse 10 says, which say to the seer, see not, and to the prophets prophesy not. That's what kind of people, that's what kind of people that, uh, uh, the wicked are. They, you know, children that will not hear the Torah of Yahuwah and then say to the seer, see not. And say to the prophets, prophesy not unto us right things. Prophesy to us, but don't prophesy to us right things. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceits. Lie to me. That's what they say. You know, tell me I'm going to get this big house and this car and this white picket fence. You know, tell me, sell me a dream. You know, tell me what I want to hear. I don't care if it's not true. That's, I just, tell me what I want to hear. How ridiculous is that? You know, but this is what they say. You know, name it and claim it. You know, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. You know, no. No, no, that's not how you get blessed. You know, if you want it, then obey Yah and ask him and he'll give it to you. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you, when you ask, you ask for the wrong reasons. So that you can, you know, um, so that you can uh, get it for your lust. You know, to satisfy your lust, that's not the reasons. You know, that's not the reason that you want it. I just want it because I want it. Yeah. Well, that's not how it works. You know, Yah will bless us with the desires of our heart when the desires, when our heart becomes pure and our desires become pure. He don't have no problem giving you what you what you need and what you want. When you want righteous things, when you want things that's that's uh. That's honorable, not wicked. You know, verse 11, get you out of the way. Turn aside out of the path. Cause the Holy One of Israel um, to cease from before us. You know, they, they're telling them to get out of the way of Yahuwah. Turn aside out of the path. 
caused the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. We don't want nothing to do with them. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word, and trust in oppression and perverseness, and stay thereon, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach, ready to fall, a swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking cometh um, come suddenly at an instant. Isn't this what Enoch was saying? It's going to come upon them suddenly. And he shall break it as the breaking of the potter's vessel that is broken in pieces. He shall not spare so that there shall not be found in the bursting of it assured to take fire from the earth or to take water will fall out of the pit. For thus saith the Adonai Yahuwah, the Holy One of Israel, in returning in rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. And ye would not. But this is still good advice for us. Mm -hmm. You know. In, turn, in returning and rest, ye shall be saved. Again, you want to go away from drama. You want to return to rest, to peace. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. All right. Um, we're going to do one more. We're going to do uh, chapter 95. I believe it's a short one. Let me have my first reader read, uh, in, I mean, my next reader read, Enoch 95, 1 through 3. Oh, that my eyes were a cloud of waters, that I might weep over you, and pour down my tears as a cloud of waters, that so I might rest from my trouble of heart. Who has permitted you to practice reproaches and wickedness? And so judgment shall overtake you sinners. Fear not the sinners, ye righteous, for again will the Adonai deliver them into your hands, that ye may execute judgment upon them according to your desires. All right, so, you know, here it is. We're being admonished to fear not the sinners. You know, for us righteous to fear not the sinners, you know, because Enoch is saying, Ye may execute judgment upon them according to your desire. You know, and this agrees with our canon as well. In Revelation 24 through 6, we, we see it reads, I, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yahushua and for the word of Elohim, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Mashiach a thousand years. They lived and reigned with him. You know, so they were given thrones and they were judging the ones who had just beheaded them. The ones who were persecuting them had to go right before them to be judged. Just as Enoch is saying. Fear not, you sinners. Fear not the sinners, you righteous. You know, because you're going to execute judgment upon them according to your desires. You know, can you imagine the looks on their, on their faces after they just persecuted you? You know, and then they go before the judgment and they got they have to see you mm. yeah mm. talk about catching the vapors you know like yeah that is crazy like yeah that's irony right verse uh, 5 but the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished this is the first resurrection blessed 
And holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of Elohim and of Messiah, and shall reign with him a thousand years. So we're talking about these ones that were beheaded, you know, and didn't worship the beast. They will be the priest of Elohim and, and the Messiah. And, um, and they shall reign with him a thousand years. These will be the Binyayim, you know, Selah, sons of the right hand. 95 goes on to say, Woe to you who fulminate anathemas, which cannot be reversed. Healing shall therefore be far from you because of your sins. Woe to you who requite your labor with evil. Don't you know you're not supposed to do evil for evil? You know, those of us in Messiah, Yahshua, we supposed to overcome evil with good. You know, so, you know, Enoch says, Woe to you who requite your neighbor with evil, for ye shall be requited according to your works. Woe to you lying witnesses and to those who weigh out injustice, for suddenly ye shall perish. And woe to you sinners, for ye persecute the righteous, for ye shall be delivered up and persecuted because of injustice, and heavy shall its yokes be upon you. You know, so let these things be warnings unto us so that we have fuel to stay righteous. You know, when I see stuff like this, you know, it just uh, sparks, put a spark in me to, to stay righteous because I don't want none of this. You know, I want the reward of the righteous. I want to hear well done, good and faithful yes. service. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to stop right here. So uh, we're going to call it quits for now. Till next time. Hallelujah. 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 I pray it was a blessing. <laughs> All right. We'll take any uh, any questions at this point. on the calendar has been really like priority so when I hear things that stand out that might hint towards more information about it um, I'm like oh that, that might make sense so I'm asking can you shine some light on Enoch 93 at the end where it says no number of days or light uh, it's just talking about, uh, you know, for eternity. You know, for eternity, you, you're not going to need any more. Um, there's, like, uh, there's not going to be any darkness. There's not going to be any sun. There's not going to be, you know, Yah will be the light thereof. You know, and so, and it'll be that, like that for forever. So there's no number to the days because it's forever. So the sun won't go down? There won't be a sun. So the sun will disappear? I don't know about disappearing, but we're told that it'll be a new heaven and a new earth. Okay. So with this new heaven, there won't be no need of a sun. Because it'll be a new earth too, so we'll have a different... Hold Perspective. It. Exactly. Exactly. Mm.
Anybody else? Any other questions? Mm -hmm. uh, William, we'll do some announcements. Larissa, you have any questions? I, I know you know, you know, don't, you know, don't be shy. Mm -hmm. No, not right now. I, I don't have a problem asking questions. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Well, you'll fit in good here. <laughs> don't nobody have no problem asking questions around here. <laughs> uh, Lily, just a couple of announcements. We got, you know, we got our move a uh, coming up. That's our fundraiser that we're doing for Yesharoon. Uh, if you're not familiar with the, with the move a uh, what we're doing is similar to a walk-a-thon where we're asking people to sponsor us. Uh, for movement versus walking. So you can move any way you want, walk, jog, run, rollerblade, razor scooter. Just can't um, drive. Yeah, you can't drive, you can't bike. <laughs> so, and uh, our goal is 10 miles in 10 hours, or, or if you can do more, hallelujah, if you do less, hallelujah, and uh, you get sponsors and, and you bring back that money to the uh, ministry. And uh, what we're trying to do is, is get enough funds to, to actually uh, build a disciple, have a discipleship school on our own land. So if you need information, it's here. Um, if you haven't signed up, please sign up. Uh, if you want, there are some people that are going to uh, be providers of food if you would like to buy. Otherwise, you have to bring your own food. If you want that information, let me know. I'll give it to you. I'll make sure you get it. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Hallelujah. And don't forget about the upcoming wedding of our brother and sister Eliyahu and, and Melissa that's coming up on uh, uh, June 11th. And that's the day, hallelujah. So if you want more information about that, it's up here too. We're all excited. Hallelujah. Hope I can walk after the moon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll all be wheeled into the wedding. <laughs> all right. There's no other questions. We'll pronounce y'all blessing over these beautiful people. But there's no more beautiful people than the people of Elohim. Amen. Alright. Yabareka, Yahuwah by Yishmareka. Yahuwah Panai Veleka Vehikaneka. Yisa Yahuwah Panai Veleka La Sayim La Kansalon. May Yahuwah bless thee and keep thee. May Yahuwah lift up his face upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May Yahuwah lift up his confidence upon thee. And give thee peace. And ye shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And ye shall be blessed. Amen. Amen. I wish that another blessing for the fool, too. Father, we just thank you for the fool, prayer be blessed to our bodies. And uh, even as your word is nourishing to our souls in Yahshua's name, we pray your blessing upon the hands as well as the feet that, that prepared it and brought it in in Yahshua's name. Amen. Amen. All right. Online family, we're going to take a break. Come back at the silent show fire, we'll get our praise on.